How would we rate Spooky Buddies? My IMDb is asking me. I mean... Ten stars. Yeah, obviously. Rate. Hello, and welcome to another episode of DVMT, a show where two quote-unquote veterinarians talk about their TV counterparts. I am your co-host, Jeff. And I'm Katie. And on today's episode, we'll be talking about Spooky Buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Spooky Halloween! I mean, it is spooky season at this point in time, so... Although, what do you think the date will be when this actually gets released? When we do release this, it will probably be in January, so... um, But when we're recording it, it is October. Like, mid-October, so it is spooky season. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Just keeping it together. (laughs) Barely. But also thriving. (laughs) Palmer. (laughs) You're ruining our intro. So this episode will be featuring other spooky sounds like cats meowing in the distance or... Chainsaws running upstairs. Yeah. um, Because my neighbors are loud and I have new neighbors now. Oh, these are different neighbors. Weren't your previous neighbors also loud? They were just, they would just do weird things. They weren't as loud, Mm. but I think they had like an ab roller workout that would happen. Oh, this is, yeah. And then would occasionally bring dead bodies down into our basement. And I think that happened one time while we were recording. It's chill. Super chill. But then they were gone and I was quiet for about two months. Oh, that's a bummer. Just long enough to really get used to it. Yeah, it was very peaceful. Almost too quiet. And I think I might have had that thought of, it's it's too peaceful around here. Yeah. And welcome new neighbors. And I feel bad talking bad about them because they are very nice. I'm sure they're listeners to the yeah, show, Yeah, that's probably why they moved in, actually. They're like, they have an opportunity to live above me. Oh, another creepy ghost sound. <laughs> I'm not sure how well this uh, timing of recording will work. We might have to pause for a little bit because Palmer is very hungry and he doesn't get fed for another six minutes. I think it might be fun to have the cat noises in the background, but that's just me. Well, again, we're the only ones that listen to it. What is that called? ASMR? Yeah, it's an ASMR. I'm on TikTok now. I think, I don't know if we've talked about this. Uh, I don't, like, have, I don't record anything. Oh, I just I watch were, a lot of yeah. TikToks. But I will occasionally go on, like, the live streams or whatever just to watch people, because people can go live when they are on. Oh, God. Have you not seen that feature? I don't think so. I am off of TikTok now. Oh, wow. I was oh, the tables have turned. spending way too much time on that app, yeah. so... Um, I realized that I could not limit myself to an appropriate amount of time on TikTok each day and had to cut it out of my life. I can see I, I wasted a ton of time on there and I'll just like black out um, and wake up two hours later <laughs> and like, oh, probably could have used that time. Um, 
but the, yeah, there's, 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 yeah, I, I probably wouldn't have done anything beneficial. Um, but there's like a live section, and oh. you can like scroll through. And at one point, there are a bunch of ASMR people doing like live. There, accidentally go onto their live stream, and it really upset me. What sort of things were they doing? Well, because they they are very quiet, and they'll talk into the microphone, and they will read the different names of like, thank you for joining, thank you for commenting, thank you, Katie, for uh, liking, thank you for sending this. Oh, I do yeah. not like <laughs> yeah, that yeah, at all. Yeah, no. <laughs> and just make weird noises and be like... And a lot of them are female, so they'll have like really long nails, and they'll click those, <laughs> and then they'll like... Across the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> it really creeps me out. Or they'll put, like, makeup brushes on there, and then people in the comments will be like, tell them other sounds to make. But and are I people... So, do people actually want to hear those mouth noises? Because that's, like, my personal hell. Yeah, I guess there is a subset of people that do want to hear that, because I, they have... Some of them have, like, a... A lot of followers. I find this very upsetting. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was intrigued for a little bit, but yeah, it made me very uncomfortable. Although I do like this one. Thank you for commenting. Thank you for commenting. And some of them will, <laughs> will like repeat things over and over again too, because I guess that is uh, an ASMR thing as well, just like repetitive sounds. Wow. Maybe I should get you in should on get the TikTok. ASMR money. Yeah, you should get your TikTok back and start start your mm. live streams again. I could do the nail clicking all day. Yeah. I, however, use TikTok to watch people open Pokemon cards. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I found myself on those live streams. It was right after the ASMR. Someone started opening Pokemon cards, and wow, that... Uh, yeah, because I heard that you missed, like, a week of work. <laughs> you weren't supposed to tell anyone. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Uh, it's very... I think I'm, like, reliving childhood, like, thrills opening cards. I mean, you gotta catch them all. <laughs> yeah. I would like you... You recently told me a story about how you spent some money. You kind of splurged Oh, I forgot. Bit. Let me try to find them, too. Oh, hold on. I do have them. So, um, oh, this is a lot. Yeah, I think it was only like one pack of them, but, or no, there's a couple packs. But I recently got a raise and apparently <laughs> decided to use that money to buy some Pokemon cards. I mean, our student loans are still in deferment, right? Yeah, so. I mean, the world's ending. Why not find a little bit of joy? And so there was, I mean, the old packs that we used to open up as kids, when I say we, I mean like me, I don't know if you actually partook or if you're a fake fan now um, yes <laughs> I yeah I would say I'm a bit of a poser now because I did get some packs as a kid but I didn't really do anything with them like I just wanted cards that I thought were cute mm -hmm. um, I didn't actually trade them or do anything with them so now they have all these new Pokemon and all these new packs uh, and you can't get like the old packs anymore but they re-released a different like edition or something like that, where you basically could get all the old cards again. They kind of did, like, a reprint of them. Um, and so I bought what I thought were some of those packs. Uh, and um, turns out they were fake. And I got things, like, misprinted that were... Oh. <laughs> it's supposed to be a Charizard card, but it says Caterpie. Um, 
And, I mean, I still had fun opening them, but... Are they all fake? Yeah, I, like, I don't know what makes them fake. In some way. Yeah, I, I guess they're fake in some, some way, but, like, opening the pack... I guess the new packs come with, like, a code card that, like, lets oh. you know for, like, the online stuff. And this one didn't have code cards, so I should have known from the get-go that they were not real. These also feel different to me. <laughs> you gotta stop. We are not making this an <laughs> ASMR podcast. Yeah, so these are all my cards. That was the only one that was really, like, very obvious that it was fake. Oh, <laughs> Again, let's just reiterate that Jeff was scammed by fake Pokemon cards. I, I feel so upset by it and ashamed, and I wasn't going to tell anyone, and here we are. Now the whole world telling, knows. Telling you and one of our closest well, friends. have you filed a lawsuit I, or some sort of... Um, I've, I, thought, I thought there's probably a class action lawsuit would, yeah. in the works and trying to crowdsource. So if you have been also scammed by Pokemon card sellers on Amazon, please reach out to me. Our email is at dvmtpodcast at gmail.com. Um, I did write... Uh, I gave him a one-star review. Do you want to read that review? And just said, these are fake. (laughs) (laughs) Can we move on from my shame? (laughs) What else have you been doing? What have I been doing? Um, Again, I forgot to, like, take notes of things that I've been up to, so I honestly can't remember it all. Um, Let's see. I did make some delicious pancakes this morning. Did you not see my Instagram post? I, I did. I didn't know if you were at your house or if you bought them somewhere. Oh. I don't go anywhere. So, yeah, I made those at my house. They were um, a ricotta pancake, wow. which this is the second time I've made pancakes that call for ricotta. And I, I think it might be the secret ingredient for a perfect pancake. It's, like, actually in the pancake mm-hmm. batter? In the batter. Yep. And so these, I made them with some pumpkin pie spice in there, and then I topped it with some maple butter, and I made maple whipped cream. It was luxurious. You do know that they sell pre-made box mixes. <laughs> I enjoyed making... Pancakes are actually really easy to make. Have you ever made pancakes? Mm-mm. I've made waffles. Well, like, from the box. I mean, because all you have to do is mix, it's like egg, milk, flour, a couple other things, and you just mix it together, so it's... And ricotta cheese. And in this case, ricotta cheese, which I don't generally have on hand, but I happen to have a container in the fridge that was two weeks expired, but it seemed fine, so I used it. But if you cook it... I don't think cheese goes bad. Yeah, I think it's like yogurt where it's more of like a best buy, and as long as it smells fine, it's probably fine. I left for a week to go to a conference and forgot that I had like bacon in the fridge, and it was nearing its expiration date, and so I got back and forgot about it, but then just remembered to check, and it was like two weeks expired, and I still cooked it and ate it, and I didn't die. I had to, I googled, is bacon good past the expiration date? (laughs) And they said, yeah, it's good for about one to two weeks. So I put that theory to the test, and I haven't died yet. Yet. And that was two weeks ago. Oh, okay. You're probably safe. Yeah. 
Yeah, so um, made those pancakes, <laughs> and I also, uh, I don't, do you recall where I was at in the Law & Order franchise during our last recording? I think you, during the recording, said that you were on, st- like, the first season, but oh. then when you had, well, maybe you didn't, I can't remember what you said, I know you had started it over, and you were in a couple seasons. Mm. But by the time I'd finished editing it, you had let Anna and myself know that you had, like, watched four more seasons since then. Oh, right. Yeah. So this is where I go into my shame spiral and admit that I am now on season 20 of Law & Order, uh, which is giving me some serious anxiety because there's... They're on season 22 right now, but that means that I'm almost caught up and can't use it as my security blanket anymore. So my plan is once I finish that, I will start, um, because I've been watching SVU, so I'm going to go back and start the uh, Law & Order original franchise from the beginning, or like the original. Have you watched any of that? I have seen them. Um, They're not, I just don't like the cast as Mm -hmm. much. Um, I mean, it's still good, but it's just, you know, nothing on Olivia. Yeah, they don't have Mariska Hargitay. Mm -hmm. I was recently thinking about, um, I don't even know what got me thinking about this, but just names that I like, and I thought, oh, Olivia is such a nice name, and then I thought, oh, and I kind of like the name Elliot, (laughs) and then I suddenly was struck with the realization that those are the names (laughs) of the two main characters on SVU, but I do think I would like to get a couple of dogs and name them Elliot and Olivia for people that can put that together. I think that'd be, like, a good litmus test for when you meet people. Exactly. And be like, are they weird like me? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Or maybe, like, a couple of guinea pigs named uh, Benson and Stapler. I, I do like that idea, too. Yeah, I honestly can't think of anything else exciting that's happened in my life. You have to have had something. I went to Vegas. What? Oh, yeah. I, I thought you knew this. I went to Vegas... The first week of September. For WVC? Yeah, for the oh, Veterinary I guess Conference. I knew that you, because you, you got the award, I right? I won an award. You won an award. I guess I knew that, but I didn't realize that you had already gone and Yeah, it was the first week that. of September. Do you remember when we applied for those several years ago <laughs> and were both yeah. denied? Yeah, I do. And uh, still bitter about it, because um, this is now like the fourth time I've applied for an award from WVC, and I think it took the pandemic and then them not advertising it very well to have a very small pool nice. of applicants, and therefore, default, by default, I want it. Do you, this is also reminding me, do you remember every year during Savma Symposium when we would check the Zoetis scholarship names and my name was never on there? Wait, you never won it I once? I never got one. I, I swear, those ones were just grab bags of, yeah. they would... Pick the names from, uh-huh. like, put all of the university rats' names who applied and just draw from there and be yeah. like, this person won it. Well, I'm glad you got them. Yeah, Jeff. at least I won it. And that's what's the most important. <laughs> I'm sure it just would have gone to my head anyway. Yeah, well, if it makes you feel better. Um, so part the award was basically me getting a free trip to Vegas, yeah, which it. super excited about, and I got um, a free room, and Ooh. so at the Luxor Hotel, Ooh. so I stayed in a pyramid. Except I think my like the room I was actually booked in 
was in one of the newer parts, so it wasn't actually in the pyramid uh, itself. It was like a tower next to the pyramid, mm-hmm. so it wasn't actually in the pyramid. Oh, you don't uh, have to tell people that part. Yeah, no. <laughs> Probably just, we'll delete this. Uh, and then they gave me money as a stipend, and it was basically like, here, go gamble with this. Ooh. And then I lost it all. I was going to say, <laughs> haven't we talked before about how neither of us should be gamblers? Um, I don't know if we have. I know I shouldn't, but I love gambling, so nothing's going to stop me. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just, so did you know a lot of people there, or did you just kind of... With the conference itself, no. Um, I, because I got a free room, I had a co-worker that I used to work with at, before vet school, I worked at a Tex-Mex place called Chewies, uh, and one of my co-workers there, Mary... Uh, who I've talked about on the podcast before, I think, because she has a black and white cat named Tux. Yes. Um, she is my gambling buddy. Oh, and dangerous. We used to, yeah, we worked at a restaurant where you had cash on hand at all times and go to the casino all the time. Fun. Uh, yeah, and so uh, we went out to Vegas when she was, or like, for her 30th birthday a few years ago. Um, and wow, so, really just thrown yeah, out like, there. Yeah, she's like, at least like 12 years ago, she's <laughs> old. <laughs> um, uh, so we, we went out there for her birthday. And so I was like, do you want to come for this? And so she got to come out because um, flights are really cheap too. And so she got to and from Oklahoma for like $100 or something wow. like that. And so uh had a very cheap cheap trip to Vegas as far as those parts but then neither of us won like anything so that part was a little expensive Mm -hmm. but still really fun did Um, you attend any of the actual conference I did go to a few of the actual lectures you did walk through the whatever the exhibit yeah the exhibit yeah yeah, I did attend that yeah no I I did go to the the lectures um they didn't have a ton of food animal stuff but yeah because what is like the what types of topics do they have at that conference they have a ton of stuff for small animal but when it comes to like equine and and food animal there weren't that many and I feel bad because each day they had like one speaker and that speaker would do like four or five lectures and so if you didn't really like the theme of like or that that sp- particular speaker um you kind of missed the whole day yeah or kind of checked out the hmm. whole day that's kind of an interesting format i guess yeah I'd, I'd never been to a conference or never noticed at a conference if more of them do that yeah hmm. well i'm glad that you finally won the wvc award. thank you i am I'm very happy that I did too. And I'm jealous. I just that feel you, validated. Yeah, I'm jealous that you got a trip out of it. I yeah. haven't gone anywhere in a long time. Although my trip to Belize is coming up. What? You're going to Belize? Mm-hmm. It's our two year delayed honeymoon trip. Oh. We were supposed to go last year. And then why and didn't then, you go last year? Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just didn't feel like it. Amidst a global pandemic. Yeah, I was feeling bloated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go. Um, so, yeah, so that we leave December 1st. So it's actually like very soon. Oh, wow. Very, very mm-hmm. soon. And Belize is where? Um, uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's uh, Central I'm America. <laughs> um, Central America? Where? Where? Um, hmm. <laughs> I'm 
I said, what will you be doing there? Like, building villages? Oh, obviously, yeah. Yeah. We are staying at, like, a kind of an eco-resort place. So they have, like, their own, um, like, vegetable farm on site and stuff. It looks really cool. And we're staying in, like, a treehouse. Are you guys wolfing? Sorry, what? Wolfing? Have you heard of that? (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Uh, It's kind of like... Airbnb for hippies? Oh, no, this is very much just like an, like a, an all-inclusive resort. Okay. Because they do a lot of things where, like, if you work on our farm for... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that does not appeal to me. I didn't think so. <laughs> but I uh, thought it would be a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I plan to... Um, well, Hopefully I get a Kindle for my birthday so that I can just lay up. Hopefully a Kindle, Dylan. <laughs> he doesn't listen. Do you hear that? <laughs> or Patty. <laughs> Mother, Kindle, please. Um, so that I can just lay on the beach the whole time reading. That's nice. Maybe uh, alternate between laying by the pool and then laying by the beach. Yeah. <laughs> You, you don't want to dedicate too much time to just one of those. Exactly, yeah. 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 You've got to have a little bit of variety. Get a couple steps in every day. Yeah. Uh, speaking of steps, I, in Vegas you just walk all the time. Yeah. I got my 10,000 steps a day. Damn! Like, by 3 p.m. Yeah. It's a lot of walking. It is a lot of walking. I'm always embarrassed because my um, I have a Garmin watch, and so it like tracks my steps and then also just like general activity patterns. And every week on Sunday, it tells me, we're noticing a pattern about how I barely move on Sundays. Yeah, I give up on wearing my Fitbit on the weekends because it's like, are you alive? I finally turned off the like movement reminder thing because it would just tell me every hour, like, get up Stand and do up. something. Literally Only do anything. Only 250 more steps to get 250 steps this hour. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was starting to make me feel bad, so I turned it off. But Joke's on you, Garmin. Tomorrow I'm running a half marathon, so really mess with that pattern. Yeah. Um, how's that training been going? Have uh, you been training? I hope you've been training. I actually have never run before. <laughs> <laughs> you do realize how long a half marathon is. Yeah, isn't it like three miles? <laughs> yeah, it's like a 5K. Isn't that the same thing? That's the same thing. <laughs> yes, I have been training. Um, I mean, I generally run three days a week, so I've just added in some longer runs. I don't know. I'm. I don't really have a lot of expectations for this race, so I'm just gonna see how I feel. Just gonna wing when it. it. Starts and yeah. I have a feeling being in like the race environment will make me a little bit competitive, so I'll probably try Get first to go place. Fast, but... <laughs> No. <laughs> Dr. Wiley's running it. Oh, really? Yeah. I bet yeah. she'll run a lot faster than she me. She was like, um, whoever's on call this weekend, I will be unavailable from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Is she doing the full? No, I think she's doing the half. Yeah, it is a very nice race, and my... They're just casting bones above us, so <laughs> give them a second. My friend Lisa, who is also running it, she said that the... Um, Elevation change is only about six feet the whole time. So. <laughs> that, that is super nice. <laughs> Optimal yeah. conditions. Yeah, in this undisclosed city that we live near. Right. Uh, it's pretty flat. Mm-hmm. I mean, this whole state is pretty flat. 
the center of the state is very flat. Yeah, I hear. I won't give too much away. Yeah, I don't want no, anyone no to more. No more triangulate our location. <laughs> yeah, they're like, okay, what state is the center very flat in? Well, we've said too much already. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be running a five k or <laughs> or a half marathon tomorrow. Why not? Um, I'm boycotting them at this oh, point. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's I don't personal. like what they stand for. Yeah. <laughs> they did give us a really ugly shirt, so I am a little bit annoyed about that, but... Some bullshit. Yeah. You paid some good money. I know, and it's kind of expensive. It was like $100 to register, and then you give me an Oof, ugly shirt. Just to go run? I know. Katie. I know. It's stupid. I'm honestly not that excited about it. Yeah. Uh, but the weather at least will be The weather does running. seem nice, and I've just had, like, the license to eat as many carbs as I could possibly handle in the last couple of days. Yeah, because so. you're training for a marathon. Obviously. I mean, I tell people that all the time is why I'm eating pasta for two. <laughs> yeah, so after recording this, I think I'm going to pick up some noodles and co. That sounds really good. I know. Yeah. But so does a chili dog. Chili dogs sound really good. I was I thought that's what you were gonna say. Because <laughs> um, spoiler yeah. alert, they mention chili dogs in Spooky Buddies, and <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much the only thing I remember. <laughs> so I got an exercise bike. I did notice that in the other room. Living that's in exciting. the other room, and have been trying to use that nice. pretty frequently. So I like that a lot better than running. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely... It's better on these old bones. <laughs> I mean, you are, what, 43? Yeah, approximately. That yeah. or 79. <laughs> One of the two. One of the two. Yeah. I really hated running for a long time, and I honestly don't know why this most recent time when I started that it kind of stuck, but... I do think it may have... This might circle back to gambling and my addictive personality, and now that it's a part of my routine, I can't not do it, so... I understand. It could be slightly unhealthy, honestly. There are some people that do, like, the ultramarathons and stuff like that. They're like, this is killing me. (laughs) I will never do that. Yeah, good. Yeah, that was, um, I guess that was fun. I have been very busy work-wise, which, you know... Is a change? (laughs) Outside of the norm for me. Um, Yeah, so we've had a lot of different things going on. It's interesting. I, you know, not that I am very good at working ahead and getting things done in a timely manner, but it does seem like really no matter how organized I attempt to be, it's like everything happens all at once. And so I was teaching and then had... Uh, like a little conference thing that I was involved in and then also had some grants that were due and then let you know just like all of the sudden all of these huge projects happening all at once so um, thankfully now things have kind of settled down and I don't think I have any immediate deadlines so that's exciting it's always nice yeah but then it's also kind of nerve-wracking because you're like am I forgetting something most likely I'm forgetting something extremely important so when's Dylan's birthday yeah uh no I'm just kidding (laughs) May 16th my birthday is coming up though when is your birthday remember remember the 5th of November yes how could I forget it's a Friday I know you're gonna get wild buck crazy yeah Probably not. Just because you said buck crazy, I imagine that's not going <laughs> to 
I uh, honestly, um, what will I want to do? Probably I'll be watching Law and Order and... You probably will have moved on to the original Law or, or Oh, I'm but. sure. By I'll probably be on season 20 of the original <laughs> by then. Um, let's see. I think probably what I'll be doing is making my birthday cake. That's so sad. Well, I do enjoy baking, so... Is that the lonely girl? <laughs> <laughs> and also, I have no friends. I have no one to make me a cake. Uh, I made my own cake last year. It was I pretty delicious. recently baked a cake um, for my boss. You made that? I made that. Well, okay, so apparently you could go to Walmart and pr- give them a picture, and they will... Uh, printed out on edible ink for you or on edible paper oh so you just like frost it and then set that on top of it yeah wow they'll give you that and it only costs seven dollars for them to put it on paper that and then, is good then you to ice know. it and then you put it on there and, and what are their rules on explicit they, so, so that's the thing i'm <laughs> i brought them that picture and so um it's for my it was for my go- boss's going away party and uh I found a great picture of her holding a little quilt that had a goat kid on it that said, like, I love you, or something very lovey-dovey, uh, like, childy thing, um, which is opposite of kind of her personality. And she is... I got a great picture of her flipping me off while holding that. So um, I printed that out at work and immediately ran to Walmart and I showed, I was like, hey, I, I was told that if I bring this picture to you, you could scan it and print it for me. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, here it is. And the girl looked at me. I was like, oh. And I was like, what is it? <laughs> and she was like, well, we kind of, we're not allowed to write explicit words on cake, so I don't know. I was like, please, it's for my boss's last day. Um, and I think I peer pressured her into actually printing it off. She was like, I'll just pretend like I didn't see it. Yeah, she definitely got fired, so that's on you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I am very sorry. I didn't even get your name, but (laughs) I appreciate your dedication to the craft. Yeah, I'm sure that was not the most outrageous request they've ever gotten. Yeah. I can only imagine. Yeah. Well, should we delve into the um, cinematic marvel (laughs) that we just watched? I was like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That is, well, I think the Airbuds have it, their own cinematic, cinematic universe. universe. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. yeah. How many movies are there? Countless. <laughs> it's an infinite amount of because Airbud movies. Now, so when we were kids, there was Airbud. Well, when I was a kid, and you were the same age that you were. <laughs> yeah. Yes. When, yes, when you were a kid and I am just have always been this undisclosed age my entire life, um, there was Air Bud and then like related, you know, like Air Bud plays soccer yeah, or right. does a different all of sport. Those. But now are they all the Air Buddies? I think it has evolved to Air Buddies because they okay. realize five puppies are Sats. cuter than one golden retriever adult golden retriever yeah which i mean can't argue that logic they were pretty cute they were adorable so again the movie we watched is called spooky buddies spooky buddies (laughs) (laughs) available on disney plus disney plus shout out to disney plus not a sponsor um 
what let's start out with our overall <laughs> should we just talk about how we got on like our oh, adventure sure. to choosing spooky yeah because it was quite an adventure yes this is going to be fun for you to edit because I'm talking over you a lot. It's fine. It's We're talking over a vacuum like 90% of this episode anyway. So so initially, this was a Katie pick. But again, Jeff really struggles with giving me any control whatsoever <laughs> over the outcome of this podcast. So um, obviously I get here. He's screaming at me. <laughs> It's a very different memory than what I have of you coming over. Listen, Jeff. (laughs) What is that saying about there's always, there's three sides to every situation? Yours, mine, and the The truth. truth. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's close enough. Yeah. Um, No. So we were going to watch um, Vet School, which is a series that follows vet students and people working in vet schools. Um, But we thought that we, the series was from from where <laughs> the royal dick that school yeah <laughs> in England <laughs> in somewhere overseas um, but when we tried to search for it the only one that was coming up was the Cornell vet school series which Jeff had already binge watched <laughs> And so we didn't feel that that was going to give us a good uh, podcast experience. In my defense, I watched it while I was in vet school to see if they were as miserable as I was or if they had as many drinking adventures as we did. Um, And it turns out, no to both. Oh, I was right. I was going to say Royal Dick is in Edinburgh. um, And it it is. England. Is that... Uh no? Where is Edinburgh? Edinburgh's in Scotland. Oh. Both of which are in the United Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, that's... So I'm a, sure that's what you that's were thinking. That's what I was generalizing them as. Yeah. Yes. So, um, maybe we should add a geography segment. Yeah, we should. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I would thrive. So then we, so we were going to watch a Cornell episode. My computer HDMI wouldn't connect to Jeff's TV. It was a very, very long and drawn out process. We then attempted to use the Netflix random watch feature, which Jeff's TV also would not allow. And I called... (laughs) You did I called Dylan to get uh, have him go on our TV and hit the random button, and then we were just going to search for whatever came up. And he uh, very graciously did that for us once, said Squid Game, and then hung up on me. <laughs> so um, Jeff had also already watched Squid Game, and I don't know that... I, would that have been good podcast content? I mean, it is very relevant now. Yeah, All the kids true. have watched Although it. Although it probably won't be when this episode well, by comes By the time out, it comes out, it'll be 2000 and late. Um, wow! Call back to Fergie. <laughs> yeah, once, nice. Once again, Fergie uh, is everything. Um, yeah, and I'm not even sure Dylan actually did it. and He just told us Squid Game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not convinced. <laughs> 
So then we thought, well, it is spooky season. Why don't we... You're skipping a step. You did the roulette on your... Oh, yes. Wow. This has been quite an adventure. So then there's also this website called... I don't even know. It's something Netflix backslash roulette... I don't know. And it's, it's supposed like chat roulette. Yeah. You can just go on a dance. <laughs> it's supposed to act like the random Netflix feature, except that everything that it kept suggesting is not actually available to stream on Netflix. So um, that was also a bust. And then um, being that this was all a part of Jeff's greater plan to just watch a Halloween movie today, <laughs> we ended up back at square one of Jeff suggesting, what was that, top seven list of animal Halloween movies? Mm-hmm. And then we settled on... Spooky Buddies. Which was a fan favorite. Oh, yeah. Um, it has a whopping 4.6 out of 10. Are you kidding me? On IMDb. High? Yeah, I was shocked after watching the movie. I am going to do a quick search to find out the Rotten Tomatoes score. Wow, it actually got 52% as an audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, they did interview only children for that, I'm sure. <laughs> we should add... Um, the Spooky Buddies was a second choice off of this top seven list because really we wanted to watch Scooby Doo. Yes, and Scooby Doo is unavailable for free anywhere Which that is we could sad find because yeah. I do love Scooby Doo. Or neither of us have HBO Max, so. Oh, I should probably add Scrappy Doo to my list of dog names. Scrappy was such a turd in the new movies that I don't know. Oh, really? Do you not remember? Spoiler alert. He's the villain in the live action movie. What? You don't remember? Have I that? seen the live action movie? <laughs> Is that the live action movie that came out like fifteen years ago? Yeah, where oh. they are like <clears throat> something about on like the a, island. Yeah, yeah, I have seen that. I why don't I remember him being the villain? Because he was in a robot suit. All right, Jeff, we got to get back on track. <laughs> Spooky buddies. The movie starts. In, what was it, 1937? Correct. You were paying attention. Good job. We literally just watched this. Now, that is where things get a little little crazy. So we have Warwick. Warwick. The wizard. The wizard. No, No, he's a warlock. (laughs) And he definitely makes a point of that. Yes. So Warwick. The warlock. That is a lot to say. Yeah. Um, so he is trying to summon the Halloween hound. Halloween. Oh, pardon me. The Halloween hound, who is this bull mastiff dog that what has control over all of the dead spirits yeah, in somehow the netherworld? Can, yeah, controls all the... The spirits in the Neverworld. Mm-hmm. Or the Nether... I almost said the Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> Some uh, sort of underworld, like the like Netherlands. Like the Netherlands. <laughs> so he wants to summon the Hound and then also subsequently turn all of the townspeople into ghosts that he can control? He wanted to, yeah, summon the... The Halloween Hound to... The Halloween Hound. Sorry, I'm saying it wrong. The Halloween Hound. And release all these creatures and then also rule the world 
it didn't say specifically right. how he was going to accomplish those things, but part one was summoning the Halloween hound, and then part two was r- ruling with him as a co-ruler. Okay, which... Honestly, co-rulerships never go yeah, well. No, that was never gonna. So part of what Warwick the Warlock needed is the blood from five. <laughs> I think it was the blood. Oh, just five puppies that share the same blood. Yes. So basically, he needed five sibling puppies to sacrifice to the Halloween Hound. <laughs> In order to open the, what do they call it? The portal. The portal, yes. Um, And so there happened to be these, like, five hound dog puppies at the beginning. And four out of the five are sacrificed. Well, the fifth one is, but he doesn't actually make it in time. Yeah. So they're turned to stone, but this fifth puppy... Well, he's turned to stone. His little ghost still remains in the haunted mansion that they're in. And it can't leave. And it can't leave. And why don't you take over? (laughs) You did an excellent job. And I like how we were like, let's not get into specifics. And then we went to the very specific details of (laughs) this. Listen, this this will be a (laughs) reenactment. I'll be playing the parts of Buddha Rosebud. I'm proud of you for knowing two of the five puppies' names. (laughs) But, as Katie said, they suck the souls out of the five of the puppies, except one of them doesn't make it uh, in time. And so their plan is foiled, and the guy disappears. Um, And then we jump to present day... Fernfield is the town that they're wow. in. Wow. Could not name the state. It's probably Indiana. <laughs> oh, I always imagine Halloween movies taking place, like, in the Northeast. Yeah, I mean, that wouldn't be a bad guess, too, but... It did kind of look like Indiana. <laughs> I was just a dreary town. Indiana or Ohio were my two guesses. Probably. Um, <laughs> now that I've offended everyone. Yeah, so jump cut... To modern day, there are five kids that are middle school, elementary school ages, uh, and they all apparently own dogs, specifically golden retriever dogs that are from the same litter. Mm -hmm. And this part took us a while to figure out, but each dog is sort of matched to a kid personality. Yeah, so there's one that uh, has a golden chain with the letter B on it, who might... B, I don't, I don't know how to best describe it, yeah. but he, I don't know if that's a... He goes by B-Dog. He goes by B-Dog, says a lot of yo and dog, dog and uh, it kind of makes me uncomfortable yeah. a lot of the time. Yeah. As much as the kid that he is paired with. Yeah, because that kid, Billy, also says a lot of yo and dog. A lot. And again, he is in suburbia. Most likely Indiana. Yeah, mainly in Indiana. And so, yeah, it was confusing because we we meet the dogs and all of them kind of have costumes on already. And it was unclear if those were costumes to match the personality traits to tell the five dogs apart or 
uh, if that was their Halloween costume. Turns out, it was the former. They just kind of dress like that on an everyday occasion. Anyway. That one is just, like, dirty. Yeah. (laughs) I don't understand. (laughs) I don't understand it. And the fat kid's one is wearing a football jersey. Well, he's a linebacker. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that's why he always wants... And his eat? name is Butterball. Butterball is owned by Bartleby. <laughs> I think we're going into way too much detail of this. <laughs> more than this movie warrants. Alright, I just didn't really know how to give like the premise of the movie. Yeah, no, I think starting out was great. Okay, so moving forward. So Warwick the wizard. The oh, warlock. <laughs> was trying to basically unleash hell. He was foiled. Cut to modern day and... These puppies go into this haunted house um, on a dare, and I don't even know. <laughs> like, there are a lot of minutiae to, like, set up this plot. <laughs> B-Dog, basically, it's sort of like a Bloody Mary thing where if you say Halloween hound in the mirror three times, you can unleash him. They're all making fun of B-Dog, and so B-Dog goes into the haunted mansion and goes to the mirror and says Halloween Hound twice, but then is confronted with Pip's ghost, who he thinks is... We didn't even bring up who Pip was. (laughs) (laughs) I think we should back this. (laughs) Why why is this so hard? This is going to take hours. This is going to take a long time. Okay, Katie... Basically, the rest of the movie is the Air Buddies and their kids trying to defeat Warwick and the Halloween Hound again before it's too late because all of this can only take place on Halloween. Is that? Yeah, much like Hocus Pocus, it seemed like the spell only worked for one day. Oh, only Halloween and only on a full moon on Halloween. That's why I had to line up perfectly. Yes, okay. So... I'll hand it back to you, Jeff. <laughs> no, I think that was a beautiful summary. Um, Wait, just... why did we not just read the description of the movie? Because <laughs> <laughs> that would have been too easy. Do you know what their summary is? The puppies go on a spooky adventure through a haunted mansion. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. That's all you really need to know. But, um, yeah, so... We meet the puppies. They all have personalities. By that, I mean they all wear costumes that define their personalities. So the female puppy has pink bows in her hair. Um, There is a puppy named B-Dog who has a gold chain with a letter B on it. And he says a lot of things like, Yo, dog. That's (laughs) potastic. And then there is... Um, a dog that's owned by the chubby kid and he thing mentions things about food a lot mm. and being hungry. And his name is Butterball. And his name is Butterball. Um, which is just fantastic. No one likes uh, a good body shaming storyline like me. And then the best dog. <laughs> Buddha. Buddha. We took a while to actually get all the dogs' names, because we're, I think, jumping midway in through this series. Yeah, we probably Um, should go back to the beginning. Yeah, so this is going to be an ongoing thing. But all of them kind of have Bud in their name, like Mm -hmm. Rose Bud. Buddha has B-U-D in it, so... And it's Bud Herbal. Yeah, Bud Herbal. 
And then B-Dog is just B-Dog. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, your favorite dog was Buddha. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of things that were just like, give peace a chance. We have to give these spirits and let them rest. And honestly, just a lot of sensible advice. Yeah, like, now's the time to run. <laughs> to not dwell on the plot line too much. The kids are on a field trip. Mm-hmm. They learn about the haunted house. Mm-hmm. The teacher brings up a project they were supposed to be working on for the past two weeks that is due on Monday. Classic Billy has yeah. forgotten all about this project. And I related to Billy. I actually, when that happened, I was like, I can't think of how many projects I had in elementary or middle school that I had been supposed to be working on for like a whole month. That and gives then... me extreme anxiety. Yeah. I used to be type A. But then I was like, why would you give a child that, like, hey, you're going to write a thesis by the end of the year. Like, why would you give a child that my mind was so, like, short-sighted that I couldn't remember a long-term project like that? I remember I had to, for one of my classes, give a presentation on a country, and I had chosen Egypt and completely forgot about it. So I did one of those things, like, the night before, maybe even that morning, like, Mom, I'm supposed to make this presentation, (laughs) and I need some poster board. And so she quickly got some poster board, and I remember drawing, like, the Egyptian flag on it, and just some random, like, Egyptian gods, which I think it was supposed to be more like the modern-day Egyptian economy. (laughs) And I was like... They had pharaohs, and I, like, quickly, we had internet at this time, uh, quickly Googled some uh, facts about Egypt, copy and pasted them, printed them out, glued those on there. I think the important thing to note is that this was when you were in high school. (laughs) Yes, that is the important part. (laughs) No, I was very educated as a child, so... Uh-huh. Yeah, due dates are stressful for kids, I think. I just, I don't understand why anyone would do that to a child. But anyway, these kids had apparently been supposed to be working on a project. I missed the concept of the project, but the teacher... Something historical in the town, I think. Okay, so the teacher asks Billy, who's B-Dog's counterpart, uh, what if you... Because he was like, the project? And someone says, you bonehead? <laughs> The project we were supposed to be working on. So the teacher hears that and is like, um, have you been working on your project? And he said, yes, I've been working on it diligently. And she says, what are you, what are you presenting then? And he says, because they just went on a field trip to the house. The Halloween hound. The Halloween hound. And so after the class is dismissed, the his friends stick around and are like, oh, you're doing this? And he's like, I actually just lied. I haven't done that. And I don't know if I can go trick-or-treating because I have to work on this project. One of them comes up with a good idea to go to the sheriff because he has all the stuff from the original cold case file. (laughs) So they go and talk to the sheriff and the sheriff just takes them down to all the cold case files and hands him the evidence mm-hmm. from this cold case. Mm-hmm. 
of puppy murder. I don't know why that warrants a cold case, but... Yeah, I don't think there's a lot going on in Fernfield. Yeah, I'm not sure either, but he just turns it over, all the evidence, and the wizard warlock staff. And so they learn about the case, and about the puppies, and still go trick-or-treating. And most of the movie just spends the time with the humans forgetting that they have a small puppy in their care and neglecting them to pay attention. Yeah, they are not watching these puppies at all. Those puppies are unsupervised 99% of the time in this movie. Mm -hmm. Running through town, meeting strange dogs, probably unvaccinated. Most likely. Uh, Yeah, probably all of them got parvo after... The sad part of this is... After they saved the town, they all died of Parva. Heartbreaking, really. Yeah. An end to the Airbud franchise. <laughs> yeah. Well, that might be how... Well, there is the most recent Airbud movie that's called Air Buddies Anti-Vaxxer. <laughs> I kind of want to stop describing this plot. <laughs> it's a lot. It is a lot. Um, so, take it away from there. Me? Okay, long story short... <laughs> They figure out, oh, God, (laughs) Warwick comes back, they figure out Warwick's plan, they try to intervene, the Halloween Hound makes his return as well, they're semi-successful at the beginning, um, in releasing some of the demons, and then the kids ultimately win with Mm -hmm. friendship and farts. How could you forget your favorite part of the movie? I don't know that I, that was my favorite part. It just... Of anything I could have expected to happen in that movie, I just couldn't believe that they came up with that. It just really blew me away. <laughs> Great choice of words there, Katie. Um, so the Halloween hound had the special power of turning things into stone, and to do that, he would, like, blow this smoke out of his mouth, um, and so when the puppies are cornered, they come up with a plan that the fat one is going to fart at the same time that the Halloween hound blows his smoke, and... He really was blowing smoke up that dog's ass. <laughs> He they they enact the plan and the fart overpowers the the black smoke. It really was just like in Harry Potter where he's taking on Voldemort and they're too. <laughs> it really is like their their spells collide, and then the fart overpowers. In this case, it. their smells collide. Yeah, their smells collide in this cloud, and the black smoke backfires on the Halloween Hound, mm-hmm. and the Halloween Hound gets turned and to he stone. He says no. And then dies. We assume he dies. He is turned to stone. All the other things that he's turned to stone turn back into living animals. Which brings us back to those five dogs (laughs) at the very beginning of the movie that turn back Mm -hmm. alive. Mm -hmm. And everyone is happy. Everyone's happy. And no one's questioning why we spent an hour and 20 minutes watching this movie. I honestly, there is no better way to use your time than watching Spooky Buddies. 
I cannot stress this enough that if you are not on the Spooky Buddies train, you're missing out. Yeah, and I don't want you in my life. I don't want to hear about all the things you accomplished with an hour and a half of your own time while we were watching Spooky Buddies because I am a better person because of it. I am already planning out my Spooky Buddies tattoos. (laughs) This has given me a new leash on life. (laughs) That's an ultra callback because remember that's the title of an episode that we've covered before. Yeah. And it was also a quote in this movie. I will say, I was, in all honesty, pretty entertained the whole time. Um, Is that why you're on your phone a majority of <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't saying by the movie. I was saying by Instagram. <laughs> um, I, I think it was a lot of fun to watch with you. I'm not sure I could have watched that movie with just anybody. I actually had that thought while we were watching With just watching anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Any. Buddies. Um, no, I had that thought while I was watching this. I was like, thank God you came over to watch this together. Oh, God. Uh, I would not have made it no. through the entire. Um, and it did just really remind me of that movie that we watched. What was that grass movie called? Uh, the grass. Tall Grass. The Tall Grass. Uh, what would you, which is the better movie? Hmm. <laughs> it's a real toss-up. Um... I'm going to go with Spooky Buddies (laughs) was more entertaining to me. Yeah. The tall grass I found, like, it was bad, but also upsetting. Yeah. And this one was just bad. (laughs) I'm not upset by it. This was bad and endearing. Yeah. At least we got to see cute puppies. Yes. For an hour. So there are likely many... Buddies movies that are ha- uh, holiday themed, right? Yeah. So should we watch a like a Christmas one? I next. Don't think that's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should um, get better about doing a synopsis. I we did a pretty bad job on this. I mean, we're normally pretty bad, but that one was bad. There was just so many. De- I didn't. Think- I know. If there, <laughs> as dumb as the plot was, it was like also very intricate. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't remember like what is important and what isn't important. Yeah, yeah, that was a good um, uh, learning experience for both of us. I think. Yeah, and the good part is, is no one actually was getting this far in our podcast <laughs> to hear the summary. Now that you can pick up another spooky sound of my refrigerator turning on. The Monster Mash. (laughs) That is a good point that you bring up. They did have the Monster Mash singing, playing. I think you have to in any Halloween movie. It is a requirement. And I gotta say, that's a great song. It is. It was in that fictional setting, played the entire night, it seemed like. Yeah, for at least two hours, Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, that's what adults dance to, I think, is just the monster mash. Yeah. I mean, they were all on drugs, so... They were. They probably didn't notice it was on loop. Tripping. Do you see a ghost? Maybe. What was your favorite part of this experience? That is a tough question. So many options. I think my favorite part was when those two punk kids got turned into rats. I think you mean Rodney and it starts with an S. Skip. Skip. 
<laughs> Skip and Rodney. <laughs> yes, when they were turned into rats, because I think they deserved it. It was real social justice mm-hmm. because they threw a stick at a cat mm-hmm. right before that scene. And then they, they got they later turned got into rats. Chased by that cat. Yeah, so. so it was a real turning of tables. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What was your favorite part? The graphics um, were next level. So I can sum up some of them, and that's why they're my favorite, is the ghost dog looks like Casper the ghost, but with a kind of a puppy shape. Yeah, like barely a dog dog head shape. It's like a human head with some dog shaped features. And he was the slowest moving ghost ever. He would be like, don't run. And then as the puppies are running away, like miles ahead of him, he would just slowly float towards them. Yeah. And I feel like if I was stuck as a ghost, I'd be pretty pissed if that was my top speed. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm flying, but I can only go one mile per hour. Yes. Yeah. Approximately the pace that I will be running my half marathon. (laughs) Yeah, maybe you'll just channel your inner Pip, the ghost dog. Um, other special effects that I really liked. The fart cloud? The fart cloud was chef's kiss. <laughs> that was a beautiful cinematic experience. Like you were saying, the Harry Potter scene where Voldemort mm-hmm. and Harry Potter's mm-hmm. spells collide. Those farts collide and the, the mouth smoke collide. And it was just, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um... When the ghost dog dresses up as a ghost for Halloween and wears a sheet. Adorable. Adorable, but also the most awkward thing on the screen. It's because I think they wanted him to have a tail. And so it looked like he was kind of floating sideways the whole time. Mm -hmm. And they also just put a balloon under a sheet. And so... No, that's not how they did that. (laughs) That was a real ghost dog. That was a real... No, I, I hate to bust, bust your bubble, but... No! Yeah, a balloon under a sheet, Katie. And it's like they really wanted that effect to keep happening, so he kept, like, falling out of the sheet for some reason, and then they kept cutting to the sheet floating back up when he yeah, got back someone in. someone was very proud of themselves They're like, hey, hey, watch this, and then as many times as we can put this in the film, let's do it. And then probably, like, the coup d'etat... Uh, of all special effects is Warwick the Warlock skateboarding on his staff. Oh, how could we not talk about this? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you, like, know this, but, like, flying on a broom is for witches. Like, yeah. that's dumb. And warlocks have to do something cool. Um, so if you have a warlock staff, you can just hop on that bad boy like a skateboard or a surfboard and go flying after your your quarry. Except also move very slowly. Yeah, nothing in the air flies that fast. Um, yeah. I think they're just following physics. Like, yeah, yeah. we can't be moving that fast. You're just going to blow with the wind. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. So he, instead of going, like, simple tasks, like walking down the hallway and running down the stairs after puppies, he would stop drop his wizard's warlock staff, jump on it, and then hoverboard slowly slowly down the hallway and down the stairs. Um, Because walking is for non-magical folk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how else would you stress that you have magics? Obviously. 
the Halloween hound also had glowing green eyes, which was pretty cool. Um, that's true, yeah. That probably took a lot of effort. So that's really all I have to say mm-hmm. as far as my favorite. What is your least favorite part of this film? My least favorite part? I think I really had high hopes that the Halloween hound was going to, like, stop being evil and start being nice and join the other dogs and be, like, a happy, loved dog by someone. And that didn't happen, and that made me sad. Yeah, I thought he was going to have, like, a comeback tail, but Mm -hmm. he just got a fart bomb in his face and died. What about you? Least favorite? My least favorite part in this film is all the adults. (laughs) (laughs) On the MDMA. Yeah, they were on... The next level. Like, the when we start out with the... Well, we can start at the very beginning of the film. When they're in 1937, all of them are like, What in tarnation? <laughs> they is... did say what in tarnation uh, more in this movie than in any other movie. Except, yeah. well, maybe doesn't Mater say that a lot in Cars? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a good reference, Cars. <laughs> um... And then, like, the old man sees the ghost in 1937 and is like, we need to get out of here. But no one else, like, he doesn't say, like, there's a ghost in here. I think he just was like, this is my hallucination, but we should probably leave so I could go lay in a quiet spot. Oh, yeah, there were some, like, major plot holes, but, yeah. And then we meet the mom of B-Dog and Billy, Mm -hmm. who... That actually might have been my favorite part. So we meet B-Dog's, well, sorry, Billy's mom. And it's when he gets home from school and is asking if she picked up his costume. Because he needs to get ready for trick-or-treating because he's super cool. And she says, yes, I picked up your costume. And he goes over to the bag, opens it up, and pulls out a rabbit costume. And he said... I want it to be a hip-hop rapper, not a hip-hop. Not a what? Not a hip-hop rabbit. (laughs) And the mom is just shocked by that. Yeah, she said, you're going to look so cute, and B-Dog is going to look so cute in his rabbit costume, which he does. He really did. That was the cutest costume. Yeah. So, Billy ignores the costume that his mom bought him and just somehow had a full-blown wizard costume already like why did you ask your mom to buy a costume if you already had that sir um but yeah she's like in the bathroom or in the kitchen doing whippets and like making chocolate chip cookies uh on the field trip the adult the the teacher was just had like snorted some cocaine and then was telling them all about the haunted houses and was just way too cheerful at all moments. Yeah, the adults in this really suck. Although... The sheriff gave away the evidence to a cold case to a group of middle school children. And I do think we should mention the teacher's husband's shoes. He was going as a zombie surfer dude. Franken-dude. A Franken-dude. Except... Because he was a surfer, so he would say, oh. like, dude. I thought, I guess I thought he was a zombie, not a Frankenstein. No, he said Franken. Yeah, you're right. They did say that a lot, and I just chose to ignore it. Um, 
And so his costume seemed pretty cool, but then all of a sudden when he when we see him moving, he's wearing these like four inch platform shoes, which I just don't understand where those came into the thought process for the costume because they just were not necessary. And he wore them the entire film. I guess they did kind of make him walk like Frankenstein. That's the only thing that I could think of. Seems like there's much better ways to do that. Yeah, just to try to build him as this Frankenstein monster character is to make him walk like and it. And be taller, I guess. I didn't think he was that short of a person. No. But then I was like, is it just the shoes yeah. making him this tall or not? Yeah, what is reality, really? On that note, um, that has been our... <laughs> a retelling of Spooky Buddies. Spooky Buddies. We hope you all have enjoyed this hour-long discussion. And we promise that... We will keep trying to make this a better podcast. But don't hold your breath. Anything else you want to add about Spooky Buddies? I think I've said more than enough. I have said way more than I thought I'd ever talk about Spooky Buddies (laughs) in my life. Jeff, there really is no one else I'd rather talk about Spooky Buddies with. Yeah. Than you. When we hang this up, then we're going to hang out and talk about Spooky Buddies more. Some more. A lot more. Yeah, go into the... Because, again, we didn't go into any detail. (laughs) We're going to go into the minutia. Every single detail, frame (laughs) by frame by frame. You can follow us at our Spooky Buddies podcast. (laughs) Where each episode we cover one minute of the film. (laughs) For a full hour. Thank you all for listening to our podcast. Uh, We really appreciate pretending that we have listeners and that someone's out there on the other end of this. Um, Don't uh, forget to (laughs) subscribe and support us on Patreon. That we still don't have, but... You can Venmo me directly. If you just want to send us a couple dollars in the mail, that'd be nice. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on any of your podcast listening platforms. You can reach out to us at DVM Podcast. Oh, DVM. Oh my God. I don't even know the name of it. You can email us at dvmtpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter or Instagram at dvmtpod. You could also really help the show by telling a friend. Make sure to warn them. (laughs) You may have to offer them money to get them to listen. And we won't be able to pay you because we don't get paid for this. Yeah, that will be coming out of your pocket. But we do appreciate it. That is why we're asking you to reach out because we can't afford to to advertise that as a (laughs) sponsor ourselves. (laughs) I thought you were stroking out a little bit. I was potentially stroking out. It's been a long day. It sure has. I really appreciate you being here, Katie. Thank you for, as always, for being my co-host and helping us live out this podcast stream. Maybe one day we will make a good podcast. (laughs) One day. I like to think of this as like our... uh, tryout podcast yeah well it's gonna be so fun when we like make it really big with the podcast to then like release these as (laughs) special content on our um 
you know, really actual Patreon page. Exactly. <laughs> um, you do know that these are released to the public, though. Yeah, I mean, released. <laughs> but I don't feel that the public actually... Okay, before the ghosts completely take over my mm-hmm. house, um, do you have anything last wisdom to part on? Uh, please, please... Please hang in there. We know these are trying times. I have ghosts at my house. People are screaming outside. (laughs) I'll just leave on these parting words. Written by Dylan McChillin on the IMDb page. Calm down, people. It's a kid's movie. It's a decent kid's movie. If it doesn't appeal to adults, that's because it's marketed towards kids. Thank you, Dylan McChillin, for those kind words. Well said, Dylan. Well said. Palmer, are you ready for Katie to get out of our house? Bye, bitch. She's going to swing. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to our ASMR podcast. Subscribe, 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 subscribe. <laughs> and we will hopefully see you next time. Woohoo! Bye! Bye.